0: Good afternoon, everybody, and this is Patricia Casey with you again. On you can cook too. As I've said before, I am an amateur cook, but I love it. Today I am going to do a recipe that you will probably never heard of because I only heard about it when I was having dinner in a friend's house about a year ago and it's called Canterbury apple tart or sometimes it's called Canterbury apple pie and it is an open tart. It's not like these sort of French open tarts. It's quite different because it's got grated apple and there's no uh, there's no sort of toffier, gelatinous material on top. It's a very simple recipe in one way, although it does take quite a while to do, even if you get pastry pre-made. In this recipe, I'm not going to give you the recipe for pastry because you can get one yourself. So I use the pre-made supermarket Um, short crust pastry. And you need one sheet of that. You know, they come in sheets and they're rolled up. So they need to be well thawed. And you use one sheet and you use a a pie dish about 28 centimeters wide. And you put the put the um, pastry into that. you slowly put it in so it doesn't break and then you put it into the fridge while you're doing what you need to do with the rest of the ingredients. And the rest of the ingredients are as follows. You need three eggs, which you break open and put them into a bowl. You need 225 grams of caster sugar. And of course, if you don't have caster sugar, use ordinary sugar. I've done both. Caster sugar is what it says in the recipe. And you need two lemons uh, with the the rind of the two of them grated and them juiced as well. So you'll be needing both the juice and the grated rind of the lemons. Have 100 grams of butter melted. Um, it doesn't say whether it should be salted or unsalted. So I sometimes recipes do, but in this one, it doesn't seem to matter. And then you um, take your, you get, we get onto the apples and you get three, large cooking apples. Bramley apples are the only cooking apples I know. I'm sure there are others, but three large Bramley apples and you wash them on the outside. Now, some recipes, if you check this online, say you peel them. I don't peel mine. I wash them under water, and leave it at that. You core them, you take out the cores, but you don't need to peel them. You also need to eating apples you need the sweetness of the eating apples and again some recipes say you need to peel them but I don't and particularly if you use red eating apples the red flecks are absolutely gorgeous when the whole thing is cooked so I just again wash them and cut around the cores or if you've got a core core them with that and um and 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 leave them Uh, uh, you then put them into well, you well you you grate them. I grate mine with an electric mixer and that seems to work very well. You, you, there's a, there's a gadget that, that that does it and you need 125 grams of demerara sugar. So what you do is you um, pastry is waiting in the fridge to be taken out while you take a large mixing bowl and you put in the eggs, the castor sugar, the lemon rind and the juice, the melted butter, and then you put in your apple, your grated apples. Now, by then, the apples will have turned brown and you'll be panicking and you will say, I can't possibly have brown apples in an apple tart. Never fear. These apples, when they go into the mixture, particularly with the lemon, the acidic effect of the um, lemon turns the color from brown back to the original color. So don't worry about that. And you put them into the uh, pastry that you take out of the of the of the fridge and you should have a good big tart. Now, as regards the apples, we've had dessert apples and we've had cooking apples. I have. I have used the dessert apples sometimes without grating them. You simply slice them very finely and put them around the edge of the apples to make them, to decorate them and to make them look good. Or you can just grate them with all the other apples. It doesn't matter which, depending on your mood. It's easier to just put everything in into your electric grater and then put the whole lot into the Um, pastry. And then you put that into an oven that will be at about 180 degrees um, uh, centigrade. Before you do that, though, you just spread the remains of the, 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 sorry, the brown sugar. You spread the brown sugar, the demerara sugar, over the sort of custardy, Egg-y mix and that will make it go brown, and there'll be nice little speckled bits when you take it out, and you put it in the oven, and it needs to be in the oven for around 40 minutes. And at that point, when you take it out, it should be slightly speckled on top, slightly browning on top, and it should be it should be slightly firm on top. Not you know, if you if you put your finger into it, it should bounce back and off it again. There shouldn't be any creamy material oozing out or anything like that. So you bake it, um, as I say, for about 40 minutes until it's slightly brown and then you take it out and you can and leave it. Don't serve it immediately because it'll be far too hot. So you can, you can serve it cold if you want to. If you just reheat it slightly and serve it either with whipping cream or pouring cream or ice cream. I personally don't serve it with anything of that nature. I just serve it on its own and it is absolutely divine. It is a wonderful apple pie and I have never had anything like it. And nobody, apart from my friend who served me the recipe about a year ago when I was visiting her for for dinner one evening, I I had never before come across it. So it's called Canterbury pie or Canterbury tart. Now, Apparently, it goes back to the time of the Canterbury Tales. And the Canterbury Tales, as you know, was written by Chaucer in 1387 and published in 1400. So it was in the very early days of publishing. And it's a story of people going on a pilgrimage from London down to Canterbury to Mark St. Thomas Becket. And a bit of it is bawdy, a bit of it is humorous. It's 24 chapters, each recounting stories about the 24 pilgrims from different walks of life. And one of them was a cook. And so I had a look at the cook and what cooking he did in case it came from that. And and the cooking, the only cook, cooking that is mentioned from this man who it would seem was terribly unhygienic, he... he He had an open sore on his leg, apparently. And uh, some of the recipes, he did a a sage and breadcrumb dressing that had flies in it. So he was not a good cook and was not somebody whose food you would eat. But he also made a blancmange. And apparently that put people off because it resembled the sore on his leg sorry i don't want to put you off here but anyway i couldn't find any any apple pie recipe in the story about the cook and people have researched this as well. There are books written about the recipes in Chaucer's time, not just the cook, this, this, this our odious, dirty cook who was the pilgrim, but from cookery books of the time. And none of them mention this apple pie. Anyway, don't let that put you off. It is a wonderful pie. And I'm going to combine it with a song by Bobby Darren called Things. And it's not really connected in any way. Things reminds me of what we're missing now. Things is a song about lost love and what used to happen between this couple, you know, walking in the park, holding hands, eating food together. And of course, that that isn't anything we can do now because of the COVID and, and the awful frightening time we're in. Bobby Darren uh, is was a great singer. He his best known song besides things was um, Eighteen Yellow Roses. And he also recorded Mac the Knife. Now Mac the Knife is a song from the Tripony Opera. The Tripany Opera was written by Kurt Vile. and it's about Criminals in the 1920s, uh, and Kurt Weil wrote the music, and Bertolt Brecht, the writer, wrote the words, the lyrics to all the songs and to the play. So, this is Bobby Darren. He has sung a pop jivey version um, of a song called Things, and I hope you'll dance to it while you wait for the tart, the pie to cook.
1: Things we used to do, Thinking of things. like a walk in the park, things. like a kiss in the dark, things. like a sailboat ride. Yeah. What about the night we cried? Things like a lover's vow, things that we don't do now. Thinking about the things we. used friends i'm talking to, talking to when i'm not thinking of just how much i loved you, you when well, i'm thinking about the things we used to do thinking of things like a walk in the park like a kiss in the dark Like a sailboat ride What about the night we cried Things like a lover's vow Things that we don't do now Thinking about the things we used to do I still can hear the jukebox softly playing And the face I see each day belongs to you Though there's not a single sound It's just me thinking of the things we used to do. Thinking of things like a walk in the park, like a kiss in the dark, like a sailboat ride. What about the night we cried? Things like a lover's vow Things that we don't do now. Thinking about the things we used to do. And the heartaches are I'm talking to You got me thinking